You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest, well, it's a very special show today. Today's guest, Leslie Jones. Now, the reason why it's a special show is because this is we recorded Are you Leslie. Sure? I, it is. I swear to God. Are you sure? <laughs> I pre-recorded. <laughs> Wait, I, you were there. We had just done a couple weeks ago. We done Lath Knackley from. Uh, I know, but this Rami's is this whole, I know, but yeah, Lath. I, I, and I got a text while we were doing that, like, "Hey, call me." So after we were done with Lath, we just basically kept the the equipment running, and I told Leslie we were going to do it, and she's like, "Great, let's roll." And so she basically covered all the stuff that was in the works works that week which was the, right in the middle of this crazy week of stuff that she was working on. And she literally was on a call right before our call for a book deal. She's trying to sell a, a memoir, and she had two rival companies um, that wanted to buy the book. They were in a bidding war, and the number was a certain number. And they said, if you get on Zoom calls with them and tell them what the book's going to be about, this number could skyrocket. And so she did, and she didn't think it went well, but at the end of the day, it did go well, so it looks like that is going to happen. But but why this, does she want to come on the four corners? Well, she's she's helping us out. What do you mean? She's friends with me. No, I know, but just like all of a sudden, she says, let's go she's do like, it. Let's go. Yeah, let's, I, I go. Can we record in. it? Yeah, she says, call me. She wanted to talk about the book. I was just wondering if there's like a buzz out by four corners. <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened was she was working on the book. What do I say when I go into this meeting? And I put together all the notes for this. So I think okay. she felt like, all right. And I go, we're going to be on. She goes, it should be over by certain whatever time it Top was. Top of my resume right now. <laughs> Top of my resume. And then she calls it. And then she said, "Call." I'll call. I said, well, let's just record it. Uh, your meeting's going to end the same time as we're done with Lath, and so let's just record it. And we called her, and it worked out perfect, and or perfectly, and we recorded. But the week she had was nuts. The book deal was just tip of the iceberg. We're about to go do supermarket sweep. If you're listening to this, and hopefully I pass my COVID test, and Niels passes COVID test, even though I'm sneezing right now, I don't know what that means. But um, we've done Zoom scripts and whatever, and we should be out in LA at this point, and uh, this will be the We'll be back live for the next show to tell you what happened out in L.A. And hopefully we recorded all these shows. And Neil and Bethel and D.C. Benny are big hits. So we had that going as well. So I was working like a dog that week. So she's working on the book deal. So I did notes for that. We did Supermarket Sweep. So we did notes for that. We're on Zoom calls rehearsing. Then Jamie Foxx and her are working on a specific, a special project. Um Why'd you put your mask on? Because I sneezed. Because you sneezed. Oh, okay. You so, are pandemic busy. Yeah. So Jamie Foxx. Jesus Christ. Jamie Foxx called and said he wants to work on a project with her. So we we we're talking to him. Wait, how do I get this kind of pandemic, Lenny? Plastic man. <laughs> I know she's Jesus having a great Christ. pandemic. She's having a great pandemic. Pa- Plastic man. She's gonna. You know, they're working on that for her. Like, if you if you're a DC Comics fan, a clothing line came up this week. Um, 
She's going to do something with the Emmy Awards. I'm not sure what, like a present, like presenting Wait, some I, nominations or oh something. God, it's just nuts. She had the world's greatest week. And um, and then also at the time, I can't even remember where this was, Boost Mobile. Like they were uh, a telephone company. I don't even think we mentioned it. I think they were in play for her to work with them, and then they bailed. So we're going to talk about that. And then uh, Queen Pins is an independent movie that just attached Vince Vaughn to that movie when – I read that the day we spoke to Leslie, and I'm like, I didn't know it was Vince Vaughn, so you'll hear about that. That's a fun cast. That's a pretty fun cast. I That's canceled. I just canceled my Boost Mobile, by the way. <laughs> you did? You had Boost Mobile? I had it, but no longer. AT&T knew. Oh, was because she didn't work yep. with them? No, oh, okay. like a Leslie. Good job. Canceled. <laughs> yeah, so Leslie talks a book deal and, and supermarket, and which looked, and which looked like it didn't want... At the time we recorded this, it looked like... Um, California, what happened in California was we we're shooting this at ABC Disney. Disney it closed their studios and everything involved with Disney, so they wouldn't let ABC shoot on the lot. And so they had this big thing what do we do with this show? Are we going to just cancel this or move it back? So ABC went, no, we need to get this. So we need to put crazy cro- pro- protocols in place and get a new space. So they put it in a, they're putting it in a big hangar in Santa Monica. And then uh, we're going to shoot it in Santa Monica. So uh, this trip is going to be crazy. They're sending a private plane, get on the plane, go to the hotel, get tested again, even though I just got tested today. Just stay in a hotel. They'll bring you food. Go to... When you got tested, what happened? I never even... They just came in and put a swab up my nose and put it in a jar. And did you know that that, it was just a nurse? Yeah, a nurse walked in. But it could have been anybody. Well, a professional nurse would help. She's shoving a thing up to my, you know, <laughs> top of my com- sinuses. It could have been a complete stranger. It could have been a complete stranger <laughs> just walked in here and swabbed my nose and walked out. You need help. And so... You got played. I got played. You got COVID played. I got COVID played. <laughs> um, I'm about to sneeze again. I don't know what's going to happen. Tell me. I got to put on my mask. All right, all right. Put on your mask. Okay. So, because it could happen at any point. And then, um, so that's... that's uh, it's crazy. That's what happened this week. You were involved wow. in some of this. Yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And what? What were well, your thoughts? I mean, the thoughts. I mean, yeah, it was amazing. It, it was gonna not go. Supermarket one. They, 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 they postponed it a week. It depressed everybody. It looked like it wasn't gonna happen. Then ABC ponied up a lot of money to get it still on the air and. So yeah, it sent me into twenty-four hour news watch again. Yeah, it's, it's L.A. I'm on like. I feel like I'm literally like at the hospital in L.A. County, just waiting, counting people myself with like a little counter, you know, like, <laughs> oh, shit, three more, it's over. <laughs> Battle, don't send those people somewhere else. Oh, my God, I'm still going to all these stupid, there's all these like crazy numbers and oh, my God, it's just, it's insanity. It's insanity. I mean, the, the I don't know. All right, so this is, let's go right to it, okay? This is Leslie Jones calling in. And oh, I have one question real fast because yeah, sure. you never thought about it. What, what, what is your book about when you when you come to the Lenny Marcus book? Oh, my God. I have so many stories. Oh, really? Well, what do you mean? I have are you going with a memoir? Are you going with more of a uh, like a spy novel? Or are you going with fiction? Like, are you going? I with think uh, it's I think it's part memoir and part self-help book. Oh, because I think I have a lot to say about, like, you know, getting your life where you want it to be. You dictate the terms, not. Um, oh shit! Let the, okay, your lives dictate. I mean, I went Do I from have to start calling you uh, 
Lenny Robbins? Deepak Marcus. Oh, a little. Wait, you got a little Eastern like helping? You have no Eastern bone in you. Not one. Yeah, you're going for more. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, if you learn anything, just follow your dreams, kids. I mean, that's really the bottom line of that one. I don't know if anybody's going to buy that from me at some point, but I mean, I have the EDS life, right? I have the New York Giants life. I I knew you back in the day when I was like, what the fuck are you doing living in this shitty town in New Jersey? Move (laughs) to the city. EDS life, Giants life, comedy life. Yeah. Now, Leslie, like chapter four. Yeah, you, know, you do have a lot of different, like, like layers. It's I mean, gone yeah, a lot of different giants, directions. The giants you've kept up. Yeah, I mean, family life to talk about, okay. you know. So you got There's the notes, you got the, the, what do they call them? The galleys? They're ready to go? No. I, I just didn't know if you have like a, like a novel type waiting. Like Plus, you, I just, it's a normal life. That's a problem. I'm never going to sell this book. It's a normal life when I write it with a lot of weird stories. I'm, I, like I said, I, I, I'm a normal person who's, who gets to work in very odd situations. Got That's it. the thing. So it's, you know. I got news for you. You're really not that normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they interview I mean, you, you be kind. normal, but I got news for you. Not so normal. All right. Good well, try, though. When they interview you, be kind. Oh, yeah. I'll totally. I'll totally be kind. Okay. All right. So this is Leslie talking about her potential book, this book deal that she just got off the phone with this pitch on Zoom. For her book. What's up, motherfucker? Oh, <laughs> what's up, we on, we on, we on radio. I can't say motherfucker. I'm sorry. You <laughs> complete that. You complete that out. You're on with us. Had so you're right now talking to book people. You were on the phone with uh, trying to make a deal for this book, and they were asking you a bunch of questions. And how'd it go? Oh man, yeah, how'd it go? Lacey said I did good, but I don't think I did good. I, I sounded discombobulated. I feel like I sounded discombobulated. It just reminded me of this meeting that I had. Uh, I think I, it was a 51 Minds. I can't remember what fucking production company it was just before SNL. And I walked in there and like I had two meetings with them before. They fucking loved me. It was like both meetings. I was like, yes. We fucking making something, and then we had this big meeting with everybody, and there was one black chick, and she fucking looked at me and she said, "So, can you describe what you're gonna be in five years? You fucking whore, <laughs> you, you fucking whore," and I had nothing, I had nothing. Uh, and that's the worst question. Shut me down, and that's what I felt like I felt like I didn't know what I was talking about. I mean, today, yeah, I just felt like, I felt like, I don't know, like, I don't, when they was all looking at me, I was like, oh shit, like they, they, they want to write a book and bitch, you need to tell them what the book is going to be about and you ain't making no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you learn anything for the next one? You have another one, right? Coming up at four or something. Yeah. o'clock and I don't know man I just like that shit was nerve wracking I was like I mean I end up telling what I told the bully store but I told it wrong I didn't tell it as good as I thought it was going to be and when I was telling I was like oh shit this sounds kind of violent then I was like what was the other story I told something else and I was like shit I don't know why these stories don't feel like they're making it to me (laughs) well how many people are you looking at in a zoom call how many people in there it was was like at least 10 people right oh shit it's like eight to ten people. Shit, I was just like, Were they and laughing? all of them only one. 
They was laughing. Oh, they was okay. they was laughing. Um, the black girl. There was only one black girl in there. She was cool though. And um, I'm always scared of the black girls when I'm scared. Same black girl. <laughs> be the same black girl. Where are you gonna be? Yeah, the same one. Yeah, that bitch somewhere fired. That, trust me. After I, I blew up after that meeting, I, I'm sure that some people was like, "Bitch, you had to ask that bullshit." That's yeah. <laughs> such a bad question. So it's a, I mean, I was really like. Uh, you know, damn, just like I, I just was trying to give them the Leslie Jones, but I don't know if I did, you know. Uh, yeah, Les, uh, Lacey said it was going well. She thought from from afar. Yeah, compared Lacey's to like this, I know when you went into supermarket sweep <laughs> and pitched that, it was like off the charts. Great. Did, did it feel anything like that or nothing like that? It felt like it felt like I don't know if they're gonna come back with two million. Ah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like. I, I, like they were saying other books and I and I don't know why I didn't say this, but I didn't want to be like kind of an asshole. But they was she was like, Oh, Amy Poehler. I was like, none of them got anything fucking interesting that to write about at all. They fucking came up in a fucking white school. They got every fucking thing. That there's nothing interesting about them. <laughs> Only thing I want to hear about is the bruise on Tina Fey's face. But I didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> you know, That's I funny. That would have really been. What did you say? What political correct thing did you say? Well, I I said, I said, I said, this book is going to sell uh, lots of copies and tons because it's like I have more than just one stage of my life. I've lived so many stages, like Donny Hathaway. I've been so many places Mm -hmm. and seen in my life and time. You know, like did you drop SNL stories on him? Well, I told him that. I told him that pre-SNL is what you're going to be really interested in. And I mean, I have, I mean, I think people know the SNL story and I can, I can share experiences behind the scenes, but I think people would be more interested on how I became the person that I wanted to become uh, to be able to do SNL. Cause I didn't want SNL that when they right. first offered it, I didn't, I didn't want that shit, you know? Um, but they made me want it. So, uh-huh. Well, that's good. Um, and so, and then did you get to the time machine part? You know, did you tell him? Like, I, I told him that I said that I said that the time machine tells a little bit, but there's real stories behind those things. I did tell him about the being broke, uh, uh, being rich four times, broke three times. <laughs> they laughed at that. <laughs> um, you know, that you can't, uh, that you can't, um, you know. That, that that comedy, like being a comedian, I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to disrespect the New Jacks, but I don't think that they understand that being a real comic is like fine wine. You can't rush that shit. You right. got to really go through it. You got to go through stuff. You know, and then I told them about because they thought that I, ha- I was already a professional comedian when I met Jamie and then became a different comedian. I was like, no, that was my second time ever performing on stage. No, mm-hmm. my third because I told them about. I end up telling them about me going. Lenny, I don't know if I told you that when I won that contest in Colorado, the the prize was opening up for real comedians. Right. And I was a new jack, and I showed my eyes. Yeah. You, like I went into the yeah the green room and just was was <laughs> one of those comics that we look at and go, I will kill that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you know, it was and bomb like a seven point seven. And 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 look and check this out. I had already told my coach to tell to take his motherfucking scholarship and put it where the sun don't shine. And this motherfucker was sitting in the front row, in the front row, not laughing at shit. Oh, that's so good. Jeez. Oh, that's so good. You couldn't stop like halfway through to be like, "Can I uh, get that scholarship?" Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because 
and halfway through the set, because I knew I was doing so bad, halfway, <laughs> halfway through the set, I moved towards the bench because I was about to throw up. I was going to throw up. <laughs> if I throw up in the middle of an act, I'm really done in this. this done. And then I remember coming off the stage and one of the comics coming up to me going, hey, that was a great set. Oh, <laughs> You really, really are funny. I can see why they picked you as the funniest person on campus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, so, all right. Me, I don't... Yeah, I mean, do you have another shout out at four. I mean, that's only one of a, a publishing house, right? Is that what it was? Who was they? Um, at something Collins House or some shit. <laughs> or for Collins. Like the big oh, for Collins. Yeah, oh, something Collins. That's well, like uh, something Carson with the Tonight Show. Yeah, they're big. Harper Collins is big. So I fucked off. I no, fucked it no, it's just you. You know, it's not. I thought big. it was great. I'm I mean, sure it's, it great. first of all, Zoom is so freaking ridiculous in the first place. But I bet it was great. Yeah, I, I'd be surprised if you didn't get a huge. You'll get a huge offer, and then you're gonna perfect it for the second half for for the four o'clock. Lacey said they want to work with me, but I I don't know. Does that mean two million work with me? Oh yeah, well there you go. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's this book deal. This is so amazing. This the book deal can turns I, out to be. Can I just can I just say that? If I could do this every day of my life, I just love hearing these stories. I, <laughs> I mean, this makes me, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Well, imagine getting on a, a conference call no, with I people, I, right, that want to buy your book. And then if you sell it even better, they will triple the money. No, I love this. I just wish I, every day I could just like for an hour, a couple hours, just listen to Leslie's life. Yeah. And is that possible? <laughs> It is. You just listen to the show over and over. Well, I tell you all the stuff that goes on. So no, it's, I love it. I'm like, it turns. It's like exciting. Turns out again, supermarket sweep is a go, and they moved it out of that Disney uh, to an airplane hangar. So you know, I just we just all want to get it done. So everybody's on pins and needles, and even she says whatever she wants. And you'll see in this next uh, section, she helps me out because I'm like, I mean, I think this is you know, she she. she You'll see in the as this episode goes on how she helps me because stuff goes away in this business quickly and stuff comes back. Like uh, we're going to talk about Boost Mobile, which was our telephone company, we say, but it's Boost Mobile. And Boost Mobile went out of their way to, you know, they had a deal and then it's gone. You know, it was a three-day weekend and on Monday it went from something to nothing. That company got sold to Dish TV. And I won't, I try to warn them. I'm like, does that do anything to the deal? Like, no, maybe not. And then sure enough, poof, it disappeared. So I don't know why. They're just crazy. Maybe they couldn't shoot it because of stuff that's going on in New Jersey. And I'm like, well, why didn't you guys think of that before you went into negotiations with her? You know, so it gets frustrating because you think you have a job and you're going down the rabbit hole again. Yeah, here we go again. So let's not go down a rabbit hole. But anyway, the boost, the boost went down the toilet. The book deal turned out to be great. Supermarket sweeps are now a go. And then this third one, we talk about some of the other projects. And one was, um, you know, uh, Queen Pins, which was an, as an independent movie with Vince Vaughn. And uh, I didn't remember that it they had just attached Vince Vaughn. At least I read that. And um, and this is where, you know, Leslie helps me out. And, and, you know, I really want all these projects to happen just to shake it up because I've been in the house for four months. So here's Leslie uh, talking me off the ledge. Speaking of, I can't have any more money go down the drain this week. Uh, Neil and I, I mean, we had, can we name the, the, the telephone company that fucked us this week? 
I mean, I, I don't think it's going to hurt anybody. I uh, mean, uh, I'm Jesus. not going to say it. Well, there was a telephone company oh. that you were going to be the spokesman for, and then uh, and then they got bought. I don't know if that's a factor or COVID's a factor. I don't know what's a factor, but that deal just was on the lawyer's table, and it got pulled. So that was a lot of money that went down the drain, and I don't understand how they didn't see this fucking coming because if it's a pandemic thing, New York, New Jersey are fine. I mean, let's do it. But they pulled it, and we're like, okay, that was that was annoying one. And now we're all just sitting and waiting for them to call us today to tell us if Supermarket Sweep is going to get delayed again because of right. L.A.'s reluctance to put a fucking mask on. It's been, it's been a tough week. Ugh. Uh, it's just like, uh, so I'm upset. I mean, we, we're upset just for the opportunities to get me out of the house, let alone, you know, a decent payday. But I mean, the amount of money that we're talking about for you is just like, oh my God, you fucking, oh, it's so annoying. I can't even, it's off the chart. The fact that people are even arguing to wear a mask, it just makes me feel like something's wrong with us as a human race. Like, what the fuck is what the fuck is your problem, motherfucker? Like, just put a fucking mask on. Yeah, how put, hard is this? It's how hard? hard? I mean, it, it, do, do you need to get the shit? Like, I mean, do, do somebody need to get it that's near you so you can fucking understand that the shit is serious, man? It's like, <laughs> and, and they fucking they fucking off people's money. Like, if we could have just did this pandemic uh, quarantine right, we would be fucking so good right now. Yeah, like, we'd be long done with this, especially L.A. I mean, at least they have the wherewithal i think they know they have a problem and they're trying to rectify it the other states like arizona and florida they're like no open schools there's no problem what are you talking about like what people are dropping dead just, uh, if, if we can just get in this sm if the supermarket if we can get into that bubble we're good just get us in the bubble <laughs> right yeah i think so i think everybody uh who would be on but the problem is you don't know all it takes is one contestant to be some renegade and uh yeah but as far, I was looking at the the sheet of all the people that work on the show, and they have two COVID doctors on on site at all times. Nice. So yeah, I mean they're they're ready. I think that we're preparing. Yeah. I mean, and and pre- talk about preparing. You are ready to go. This was sort of a blessing in disguise. A little bit of delay because you got to rehearse and rehearse on Zoom and go through these scripts, and we got a chance to go through these scripts two three times with Ed to fix it exactly the way we want it. So everybody's just ready. This thing is ready to launch. Like the rocket is on the platform. We just need a sunny day to happen. You know, like you're ready. So I keep telling them, let's fucking just get out there and shoot it. And you know, then we can all go back into the bunker. It's frustrating. Right. Yeah. I just, that's just one thing that I was like, fuck, I wish we was just like, I had one on and shot him and got that shit done. Yeah. There was probably like a, Small window. I don't. I want to say a couple of weeks ago. I don't yeah. even know when the real pocket could have happened if they had their ducks in a row. But now, if they don't do it, it's not going to be on the schedule. They're never going to edit it in time to get it on the fall schedule. So they, they're really going to have to make a. It's going to cost them a lot of money to either way. You know, like if they move it off of the Disney lot, which they don't want to shoot in, that's going to cost them money because it's a Disney ABC show. And if they don't, if they don't shoot it all and they delay it till 2021, that's going to cost them a lot of money because they're going to have nothing to air on fucking television. So somebody is shitting quite the brick out in L.A. I mean, they're they don't know what to do. I can guarantee it. 
Um, but we get yeah. we're all. Uh, I feel like I feel like whoever figures it figures it out is going to be the hero of the industry. If they can, I mean, if like I'll tell you this: if somehow they can sneak us in there and we shoot it, and then sneak us out of there, and everybody's okay, it'll be you know in this what Neil's calling the bubble, um, and make it a real safe experience. Then you know what you you'll be a pioneer again. Right. We'll see. Right. Meanwhile, Neil saw this thing. Neil, you still there? You about you saw the Variety article? Did you tell her? Um, oh yeah, the, the with uh, Vince Vaughn. Queen pins. Yeah, they attach Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I told you that. Vince Vaughn? I don't remember Vince Vaughn coming yeah. up. Oh, okay, yeah, that was. Well, he came on at the last. Remember, I was like, "Who's the Vince?" And I had to ask uh, Hunter if that was Vince Vaughn, and he was like, "Yeah, that's Vince Vaughn." But I think I don't. I don't know if I should say that. Here. No, don't say that. Okay. okay. So, but yeah. <laughs> Um, I met Vince Vaughn came down a couple times to the cellar, so I had. Oh, he's time, funny. He's, yeah, he's funny. He's dude. very nice. Last time I saw him, he was bald. He was in. He must be doing really? like a Lex Luthor. Yeah, I don't know. He was. He was doing some role, but he was cue ball. I was like, wow, that's weird. Oh, <laughs> no, that's I think he's really, got all his hair back. Vince Vaughn weird is definitely yeah. weird. <laughs> he's tall. Definitely. Yeah, he's a tall guy. Yeah, he's very tall. He's like maybe six four something like that yeah but meanwhile how are they going to shoot that movie you know what i mean like if they're not going to shoot this and i don't think bubble, i don't know if they're going to shoot any movies this year you know that's what neil said like we all see this stuff come through variety everybody's making a deal what'd you say neil everybody makes a deal nothing happens right yeah i mean i mean the, maybe the nba if the, the mls and M, nba are pulling stuff off maybe it will give everybody confidence because it seems like they're pulling it off they're in the bubble they float fly everybody and put them in this little place and then you can't leave. It seems to work. Mm-hmm. It might. It doesn't seem to work at it. Not, we don't know if the NBA, I'm telling you, they're going to sneak a hooker in there, and then half the teams are going to get, you know, they're all be, it's not going to happen. They're going to they're gonna screw it up. Leslie's the only shot. We're not doing anything. We're going to do this show for, like, you know, whatever it is, 10, 13 days. All go back to the hotels. Done. Nobody's, like, going to sneak off anywhere. Yeah. All, we, yeah. But the NBA, uh, I don't trust any of those guys. Come on. <laughs> the, the NBA, I'm, yeah, but I'm and I'm worried about all that stuff coming back and distracting people from voting. Yeah, no, I believe me, I see people are so fed up at this point. I really, I mean, like I said, get me the hazmat suit. I will crawl to the poll to vote against this fucking exactly because I just he's killing just, everybody. He's just killing people and he's making he's just killing our lives. spirit. He's killing America. Well, I was. <laughs> He really is. I was telling Gina today, I'm like, I was really, she's like, what? I'm, I was like so upset. I don't get this upset. You know, like she's like, yeah. try not to take it out on us. But I really think that if we don't shoot supermarket sweep, this is what you can do. You can write this book. What I can do is just take care of Birdie. And we're not looking at anything through the, then there's going to be a second wave here. I can see this, not nothing happening to 2021. And 2021 is like, what are we? Six months away from 2021. You know, it's like, yeah. I can't do this for another six months. This was the hope, July, August, you know, a, a window in July, August to keep me going. This is going to be just well, it, upsetting. Well, this, Jesus. This, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm going to be very upset. I know, my God. I feel like you have like a loaded gun in front of you. I do. I'm worried about Maybe we should get over there real quick because I think he's like on the roof right now. I'm very sad. It's 
gonna I, be fucking okay. Listen, first of all, you work with Leslie Jones. That is your goddamn advantage. We got so many projects that we're about to write. I put you on everything. I know. You're gonna be fucking writing. If anything, you're gonna be writing these next six months. Dude, you know I what can't I'm and, watch a three year old anymore. I can't. Yo, no, but you got. <laughs> I, <laughs> but you gotta remember. Birdie's gonna fucking remember that shit, and she's gonna fucking love you to death for that, because you're a great dad. So just know that everything is not for nothing. You know what I'm saying? You Leslie, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking we, we should bring more kids over for Lenny to take care of, so you can run like a daddy daycare. Exactly, or something. I can't. Shit. I can't I, I, like, anymore. You should start smoking weed or something. Oh my like, god. <laughs> God, I'm gonna. Lenny, it's gonna be okay. You know what it is? I'm gonna. I like Gina was supposed to go. This we were gonna do um, the the commercial next week. So the plan was this Sunday. I put him in the car. I take him to grandma's. You know, and I come back and I have a week with you. We shoot the commercial. I pack and we. You know, we we'll do podcasts to load up for the week, uh, for the three weeks that we're awake or whatever. And then I go out there and I come back and uh. You know, and every I go get them, and I'll be so happy to see them. They'll be happy to see me, and we'll have a nice vacation. And it's gonna have this whole thing in my head, and I can make it through the winter. It'll be okay. And now it's like, you pieces of shit. This is my plan. I can't. I hate winter. It's gonna be so cold. Lenny, you have to remember when you make plans, God laughs. Yeah. I know. So listen, listen. Just, just change the fucking plan to something that you fucking like. I don't have one. I don't have a plan. Jesus. Look, my thing is, my thing is, still send Gina and Birdie to the grandma so you can have a fucking a week, week yeah. just sleep and that, fucking concentrate. That's exactly right. I think I that's, think that's, that's my only, I think that's it. And then I can watch, I could just lay around and just recharge or something. I don't know. You're right. Yeah, and I you think we're going to do it. Man. I think yeah, we're going to do it. We're just it. waiting for the word. We're just waiting for the word. Do that. And then, and I'm telling you what's going to end up happening is that they're going to say, let's go. And you're going to be rested because yeah. you need to be rested yeah. and mentally too, Lenny, mentally. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Know. That's a good plan. You know what? I'm going to take the Leslie Jones advice. That's a good plan. You guys, that was a beautiful moment just now. Well, that's what we do. We, you know, we pick each other up, Neil. I don't know. <laughs> that was actually really good. I really think he was going to jump off the roof just now. Oh, I was. Yo, um, I told Neil. Alicia I'm on the ledge. I'm, a, you know, the. Uh... Neil, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you just saved your life, Leslie. That was amazing. <laughs> that's got to be a chapter in the book. It's so Neil, funny. Shut the fuck up, we're we're writing we're, we're writing lines for Neil every week, and then like every time we write the line, we go, "What?" We always say to ourselves, "How do we set Leslie up so she can basically tell you to shut the fuck up?" Okay? <laughs> it's so good, it's so good. I need it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I always change something. Like the one that you have now is like, "Why do you?" It's like, why do you uh, have something? It's his eyes. Yeah, or something best friends like with that. a goldfish. <laughs> why are you best yeah, friends? Yeah, with <laughs> I, I think I put. I was like, you have a picture of a fish in your wallet. <laughs> think about your motherfucking life. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you we're gonna have him show the picture. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so funny. funny. Yeah, so funny. We we're trying to make so it wackier funny. and wackier. Anything to you for you to yell at him is the greatest. Uh, that's when we really so I funny. tell Ed every week. Anything to make her upset, it's great. Um, so funny. Yeah, we're looking forward to it, and we're looking forward to uh, yeah rehearsal tomorrow. I'm like, 
Oh man, I don't know. Those I almost you know, I feel sorry that so many people are gonna be out of work if this doesn't happen. I you know, it's terrible. That's why I've been pushing too. I've been telling Hunter, I was like, emphasize that this is not just about us making money. This is about a whole production of people yeah. who are gonna not be working if this doesn't happen. And yeah. we don't I don't wanna do that. I want people Happy. to have their focus. Yeah. 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 Oh, just... uh, that's what it was. I had to say, okay, the audio books, they wanna they want me to talk my audio book. That is one of the best I I didn't even think of that shit. And I'm listening to I'm listening to an audio book right now, Anna of Green Gables. Yeah. Don't say a fucking thing. No, I'm not but saying it's, anything. A, it's a it's a great story and you will be reading it to Bertie, or I can read it to Bertie. I'd rather read it to Bertie because I'm gonna do the voices right and you're not gonna do it any fucking justice. All the voices that sound like a fucking mad deli guy. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, oh, uh, Marilla, yeah, Marilla, get your ass in the kitchen. You know what I mean? You don't, you know, you, yeah. you don't have no joy when you read. Uh, so listen, that's not true. So, 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 um, if I do my audio book, yeah, oh my god, you, that that shit will be a Grammy. Yeah, that will be a Grammy. That's gonna be good. You know, most audiobooks really are just they're boring, but you would bring a lot to that. Yeah, the stories, telling the stories, fantastic. Oh my god, just telling the stories alone. And they said I could do. I don't have to go like on the book. I could like go off script if I'm Ooh, like reading. Yeah. Oh, that'd like, be amazing. That be, man, that could be insanely awesome. That that would be insanely awesome. That would be insanely awesome. But I, they were saying that they want to work with me. I can't. Hopefully, this is the beginning of a couple of conversations. Oh, but I'm just like. Right. What does that mean? I mean, does that mean? <laughs> does that mean two million dollars, bitch? I mean, that's, that's all what I Hunter say. works out. That's his job. You know, is he? They want... was excited. I mean, they seem excited, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they are. I mean, they they had was to the, be. My book agents on there. My book agents was on there too. I think so. They were really. They was excited. I think. I don't fucking know how I'm gonna know. Okay, should I call Hunter? Yeah, I'm scared. Hunter. You can call Hunter. Well, he he won't know. Yeah, will he? It happens. Actually. I mean, he'll tell me if I did. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's funny. Let let after it was over, uh, Leslie was checking up on me. I usually ninety nine point nine percent of the time I was checking up on her. Like, are you okay? You know, because she's got a lot of stuff that goes on constantly. But she's checking up on me. I'm like, yeah, I just want it to really happen. That's all. You know, we had, I had plans. She like, you know, and she even said it. You know, you make plans and God laughs. And I'm like, yeah, I had a plan that we were going to do this mobile. You let yourself go there. I let myself go there. <laughs> and uh, I'm just joking. I mean, obviously, I don't. I want to get on the plane. I want to do this project. Yeah, I want it to go well. And I want to make a million more supermarket sweeps. Yeah. And, it's hard um, not to let yourself go there. In this first segment, we talk about this project is a movie she's talking about called Watermelon Man, which is a, uh, a movie from the 70s that she's trying to get writers for. And she's really nice to me, and as you will hear, that she thinks she's found somebody who understands her creative vision. So, And how often do you play this a day, probably? <laughs> <laughs> I play it back once a day if I feel do bad. Do you wake up to this? No. She okay. was very nice, though. And then, um, okay. look, she's about to have a crazy year. If Coming to America actually comes out in a theater, it's going to be huge. And, um, you know, it's going to be great. We'll, we'll talk about it on the other side of this. This is it. You'll be writing that book, which is good. Like, you could be alone in a oh, sound me? booth reading the book. Yeah, you know. You know. Shit. Recording. Man, that, I, man, that you meant to right there. Um, whatever happened. Uh, last thing, Jamie Foxx, where is that? 
Um, he wants to work with you. That's what I'm about to find out too. I'm about to find out this week about that. All right. Well, good. There's there's hope yet. Oh wait a minute. Hunter said Hunter said I knocked it out the park. Oh, well okay. there you go. Great. Damn. Yeah. I thought so. Okay, great. And you didn't even think you did well. So could you imagine? If I you... don't know. All right. All right. It sounds like a book is. Look, if you got to stay. Well, home do you have the... a title of the book in your head? In your head, like you have something in mind? Oh yeah, you telling yeah, me title? I mean, yeah. Oh my God, Leslie Jones. They love that. Yeah. Thing. They was like, yeah. Because because what happened was what happened was the girl, the editor's daughter was yep. like creeping like the whole time she was sneaking. Yeah. She, it was so funny because I kept seeing in the back. And I was like, why does this girl keep sticking her head? She keeps, and she was like, that's my daughter. She fucking loves you. And she literally is like, oh, my God. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Let's do it. See? Neil, that was my title because everywhere we go, somebody goes, oh, my God, Leslie Jones. <laughs> I do like that title. There you go. Yeah, Thank so you. it's like I don't know what the book can be because, like, when I was talking to him, I was like, it's so many aspects. It's like the before SNL. It's like my, the death of my parents. It's like, you know, I, when I was telling them the story about the bully or uh, it was something else that I was telling them about, and they was like, "Jesus, that type of story we could, you know, we could relate." Like, mm-hmm. well, I forgot what it was. I told them about my mom or something. The chickens. Oh, the basketball coach sitting in the front row and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told them all, and then they was like, "Yeah, that's it's important shit." Like, pre to me, I told them pre SNL is 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 really. I want people to know that you have to work at becoming a comic. It yeah. just you just can't to being being a comedian. When I saw Jamie Foxx, I learned that being a comedian is not telling jokes. It's it's fucking it's fucking doing comedy. I can't explain it. It's not just telling jokes. And and I like I was watching Richard Pryor last night. This is what I was telling him. And I was like, I was in absolute tears laughing. And this man is talking about how he was recovering from being burnt up. Right. That's fucking brilliant. That's when that's when you're brilliant, when you can bring your pain and make people laugh off of that shit. Yeah, that's true. That's good. Yeah, I mean, and I told him. I told him. I was like, "You, you got to learn how to do that, though." I, I was like, "I want to teach black women. I want to teach women in this game, to, to so they can be one up on these dudes." I said, "The dudes, no." I was like, "But the women really come to the game, not fucking knowing that you got to just, you got to be diplomat. You got to be a soldier. You're like, you got to be way stronger than fucking the motherfuckers. You got to come in there with a plan." You know, you can't come in there thinking, "Oh, I'm a woman and I'm about to do female fucking jokes." That's not going to work. You would think this book, Neil, would be a slam dunk for any publisher at this point in time. You know, like she's a unicorn as it is and should sell the book. But at this moment that we're having now, like there's, yeah. she's, she covers so many bases. Too. On the black points and stuff and yeah. how I was militant, all that shit. All that shit. Uh, speaking of that, uh, so tonight we're going to meet. Uh, sorry, tomorrow night we're going to meet with writers for the another project you have. Can we even mention it? Uh, yes. Um, Okay. And, and that's I was gonna talk to you about that, like when we interview him, like you know what I'm saying, like yeah, I, I know we had discussed it because I don't want Hunter or Josh on the call. I just wanted to be the writer and me and you. Okay, and it's just uh, for this movie, we just want to hear them their take on the movie, these writers, and and then you and I, we we basically agree on what's supposed to happen. So it'd be interesting to hear their thoughts uh, on some it's of the be key so moments. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, now that is something I'm actually looking forward to. Yeah. Because it's just like this is this is this is important for me to say. Um, ever since I've in anything I've ever done, and even when I was young, I always had this um, 
I always had a lot of fantasies about what I wanted to be and how I always was the CEO, but I always had a partner. And it, 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 it's just one of my things of life that I've always wanted to do was have that fucking partner. Like, like Elton John had a partner. Like, people don't know. A lot of people that were fucking awesome had a partner, man, you know? And I've always had that dream of meeting the person that fucking thinks like me but can go a different way also. And it's just like I tried with so many people. I was like, we're going to be fucking like Johnson & Johnson, motherfucker, or like, you know, <laughs> McFadden and, and, and uh, you know, ain't no stopping us now, that group. You know, uh -huh. they did a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when you look at the Motown stories, yeah. you see all of these people that wrote together. They were partners and wrote together and wrote yeah. for other people. And I always believed in two elements, two different elements coming together making new equations i've always believed in that and i always search for the perfect person that was going to be my partner and it's with some of those like everybody that's on my team came upon me i i didn't i didn't search. in other words i didn't really search for them they came to me if that makes any sense yeah. it's like like lenny like i met lenny at at the fucking cellar and me and lenny really didn't start working together till maybe a year later yeah um and it's like like the same thing with brian you know and the same with dennis you know it's just like like uh, lenny being my partner and stuff is so i love that because it's like you feel like it's like gunslinger type shit you know what i'm saying like yeah we got to go to the corral motherfucker and and let's <laughs> Well, yeah, it's weird yeah, that we and we have similar sensibilities um, on different level. I can't explain it. It's like uh, we have yeah. like a similar wavelength, even though if you're you're high and I'm low, whatever, whatever it is. But we always have like we agree on this watermelon man movie to the point of like yeah. it's almost eerie, and um, and then but you have a way of picking shit that I really want to do. Like it's not some kind of like you know like um, I I don't. Look, everybody's going to make their money a certain way. And I like Kevin Hart and whatever. But I can't watch any of those films. It's all the same movie. You know, I always right. tell Neil and I always right. talk about that. But you're talking yeah. about you go one day out of nowhere. Yeah, I always want to do Supermarket Sweep. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I love that <laughs> show. And then and then so then we start talking about this and you tell me that crazy story of of you know you trying out i'm like what and i'm like so like legitimately neil enthralled with like i watched that show who doesn't remember that show if all you remember is people throwing shit in carts and running around the thing like it's the greatest game show of all time and she's like i love it we're gonna try and i'm gonna try and pitch this in. we're gonna make this i'm like yeah come on and then like two years later we're, we're it's gonna happen and then she comes up with this thing like uh yeah, uh, there's this movie, Watermelon Man. You ever hear of it? No. And then I watch it. I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is like, <laughs> no, this is. is exactly the kind of movie she yeah. should be doing and rewriting and different and edgy. And we say, and I'm like, oh my God, I could see this. Not only is she in it, but like this being redone for the times and like incredible. And then we'd start talking about it. And we totally agree that the guy, T Turn. You know, he turns black and no way he should go black. That's what we want to hear. We want to hear yep. no way this guy needs to turn back and there's no explanation needed. Just let it happen. You know, and then and then um, but the, the pitch literally that Sony fell uh, in love with the pitch literally was, hey, just a white woman turning into me. And that's just like brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's so funny. And then and then uh, even the. um uh. 
the Jamie Foxx thing. It's like, yep. he comes up out of nowhere. He comes up with this and you're like, wait, listen to this idea. Uh, you as a talk show host and um, sort of a Larry Sanders-esque kind of show and where we could say everything about race and celebrity and what. And I'm like, I look, I'm like, this is exactly what Neil and I love to do the most. What we did with superstar talent. I'm like, this is crazy. How is this person on the same wavelength as all the stuff that we love to do, you know, and then peppered it in with like cool spots of like being a spokesman for, you know, uh, telephone companies and like just every project we've done has been pretty cool. Yeah. We've done so many cool projects together already. Um, and we have so many more coming, so I'm pretty excited. It's always fun working with her. I just want to do good work with her. That's all it is. And it's extra amazing when she speaks highly of me because I've been at this a long time and I think I'm good at what I do, but you know, she's thrown me in new projects and it's, it's extra humbling and fun when people respect your talent and, and she does. So, you know, how do you not want to work with someone like that? Um, in this last segment, we talk about when we went to the Olympics, which was cool. We, we had new year's Eve in the rain, which was cool in times square. You know, we, we're going to pick these writers for watermelon man who better have what Leslie wants. or she's just going to hang up on them. Um, a little bit of more of coming to America too, that they want it released at the right time. So Leslie can shine. I hope um, we talked about going to a premiere, the angry birds Two premiere together when she was in that, which was really funny and us working the road together. And, you know, I think we worked one time in a, a place where they had like a pit in front of us. We almost fell and killed ourselves, but it's all so much fun. Like, I mean, just going to the Olympics. Olympics? Shit, yeah, fuck. That man, was he amazing. Made, he made the Olympics fun. I really oh. wish you had went to Rio with me. Fuck, man. Man. You, I know. That Olympics so was amazing. Fun. You guys were great. Everybody loved that. No, we, we had so much fun. I was looking at this uh, boomerang that we did when we did the spins. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So cool. I was like, oh, my God. That was so fucking fun. Yeah. Bro. I mean, we had oh a lot God, of fun we together. Lenny. The- we tortured Lenny. We took Lenny for that. You remember that? The Korean barbecue Dude. place. Oh yeah. my God, Lenny was in hell. Kim <laughs> and Brian was in hell. My wife, that's out of element. It's out of my element. So she's making me do this and filming and Instagramming it. Right? Don't forget I, about New Year's too. That was amazing. New Year's Eve. That's right. I've never been in Times Square. New Year's Eve. We oh, go yeah. up to the ball. We're freezing our asses right. off. I've never been wetter in my fucking life. <laughs> like I, we were so... total sunshine the day before. Yeah. total sunshine. <laughs> and it's just fucking teeming rain and, like, and let me tell you this though this is what this is what's so fucking that i love about lenny is that he fucking was prepared he was sitting there with a laminated schedule everybody's running around with wet paper <laughs> lenny's, lenny's looking at them like you fucking idiots, idiots. yeah these all this the damn the production crew Neil is from LA, right? They, That's they a New York Giants background paying off it's right there. Sunshine. No, with that oh, because of the the laminated thing, the, the yeah. play notes. No, but oh, all I'm hearing is it's gonna be Armageddon rain. It's just gonna rain the whole time. So I look at my wife, I go, It's not raining. It was like noon. I go, All right, I gotta be there at two, two thirty. I go, I'm gonna get this thing laminated. How much does that cost? What does it cost? Ten dollars? Oh, let's just do it because I'm going to I got to read where we are in the show so I could tell her her cues or whatever. So I go to the, I get it. Laminate. It costs like a dollar fifty. Right. A dollar <laughs> fifty. I get down there. Not one 
other human being has. They're literally holding garbage. They can't. And, and look, it. he made copies for us. You made copies for yeah, us. Yeah, I made two copies. You know, one for Leslie and uh, at the time her assistant, and and so they could see where we are. And then I had one in my hand, so I in case. And then all the other production people came running over to me to go, "Where? What's next?" Because they can't read their yeah. notes. It's ink on a paper. That yeah. uh, it was. Wow. Yeah, it was. She was great on that one, and I was so glad. Of course, when we're done, it's like two in the morning. I walk out, and it stops. Like you, you pieces of shit. You know, like it's just. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I have a question for tomorrow. What are you guys looking for tomorrow? Like, what's like going to spark you for that writer? Um, we want them well, to have I like think, the same I vision. Think it's right? gonna be, yeah, ain't it going to be like some more contestants? Oh well, this is just two writers tomorrow, right? Oh no! She, he's talking about the writers' meeting for the uh, the movie. Oh, oh, we doing two. We doing two. Yeah, uh, back two. to back. Yeah, we do, what do we want to see? Is what Neil's asking. We want to see like you know, we want to see that they're in the ballpark of our vision for it. You know, especially yeah. First of all, first the first thing I'm going to be asked is, do you know that you're not you're going to be writing with a group of writers, not just on your own? Yeah, Leslie has a team that she wants Brian Tucker and Owen Smith and all these guys. Like, and they're funny. They, we want it to be a funny movie. We want people to go, "Oh my God, that movie was funny!" But it also needs to have this right. element of saying what would happen if exactly. and, and this balance. happened. Yeah, yeah, it has to have balance. So it just can't be one writer. It can't just be one writer, and it can't be one race that writes it. I'm 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 sorry. Yeah, it, well, I mean, unless this person is just completely brilliant, but we we think it'll have to be tweaked by both sides. And 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 look, she has a lot to say in this. It, it, this could be a really powerful movie if done correctly. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we're excited about that. But you know, that's a uh, the way we're going. That's a twenty late twenty twenty one twenty two project. I have no idea anymore. The timelines have gone out the window. Fuck, I need. I, I don't even know. Like, I'm just happy it's warm, I guess, because I think the next time, I, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing for the end of the year. I'm Hopefully, you'll get the book done by the end of the year, and then hopefully everything can open up by the end of the year because they're going to release Coming to America 2, which I've told Neil, uh, not on the podcast, that you, you're, the reviews on your performance so far have been stellar. And yeah, they said, I, they said I did incredible in the movie, and, but I don't know if they're going to release it Christmas or they're going to release it next summer. You know, yeah. they're really they don't want to really, really, they, they really precious with it. They don't want to pull because Judd Apatow and came out with this Pete Davidson movie. And for all intents and purposes, it got good reviews. But instead of releasing it like he was supposed to in theaters and it was supposed to be this summer feel good movie, he had to release it on like online. You know, on, um, you know, pay-per-view, right? there's no theater uh, exposure for it. And that's not what Eddie Murphy wants for Coming to America too. This has potential no. to be a really big movie if done well. So that's a, that's a I Christmas think, I think go to Coming the movie. Coming to America would do way better than Pete Davidson's movie. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't want to. Well, I'm just saying it's Eddie Murphy. How many bi- And Coming to America, too. Everybody loves the first. In fact, it's I don't know. You didn't hear that podcast. Neil's older brother. That's his favorite movie of all time. He told us that. Yes, everybody's favorite movie of all time. That's what everybody always says. That's my favorite movie. Oh, my God, I've seen it a billion times. Yeah, and so they want this to be the same, if not better, and you're great in it. And, yeah, it would be really nice. It was on a big friggin' screen that I could go see a screening of it because the last screening I saw was, um, 
What was the, what's the animated one you the Angry Birds? Yeah, Angry Birds too, which was great. We laughed so hard. That oh movie my God, had me so funny. It's really funny. We laughed funny. so hard. That bathroom scene yeah. was fucking hard. <laughs> Neil, have you ever seen oh any God. of that? I Neil hates animated movies, but I gotta say, oh Angry Birds God. too. Yeah, I'll go watch all of it. It's so funny because really every yeah, coming to America, I think I've like looked into it so much lately that on my TikTok feed I get Eddie Murphy, everything Eddie Murphy. So every day I get party all the time. Him singing in the studio, party all the time. You remember that song? <laughs> yeah, he did? yeah, I remember he did that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's Rick, Rick James. Rick James is telling me to sing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Girl wants to party all the time. And that, that, that shit was a hit for a little while. It was a hit. Yeah, yeah. He dominated everything. You forget how he dominated like every aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that's what you're kind of doing. That's pretty cool. That's Leslie's next thing. She's going to oh, sing. I'm not going to make no album. No, I'm not going to make no album. <laughs> uh, I'll be thinking, okay, I ain't going to make no album. The day I make an album, that's when you go, hey, Les, sit your fucking ass <laughs> down. I d- okay, what, if, what if you made Watermelon Man and then over the credits, you know, at the end, they always switch songs as the credits are rolling, just like a little Easter egg for people. Halfway through the credits rolling, people have all turned it off. You sing that um, someone left the cake out in the rain, and you like because she can sing that, Neil. It's amazing, like Donna Summer. It's and you one just, of my favorite songs. Yeah, favorite and you break into a little Donna Summer for the end of the thing, and people will be like, "Wait a second, wait a second. I waited to the end of the credits. Did you fucking sing a disco hit? Uh, you know, I'll be like, yes. Oh my god, that would be amazing. That would be incredible. Yeah, that, you're just gonna be looking for. Because it doesn't need to be some, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't need, it needs to be balanced. It doesn't need to be all the way left. It doesn't need to be all the way right. It's already a great movie. It doesn't really need to be changed much, but it just needs to be updated. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very, right. It needs to be updated. It's a very simple movie. There's not much that has to be done. And that's what we're looking for, Neil. Just somebody who come in and go, hey, there's not much that needs to be done. Here's a couple of ideas. And then we'll be like, Yes, but right. we're no, gonna I get agree. we're gonna get people coming in. I you know Leslie and I are both uh, cynics when it comes to this. They're gonna be like, nope. They got to turn back at the end. Nope. You got to explain like some love potion did this to him. You know there was a voodoo doctor. No. We're gonna be if, like, oh, anybody okay. says that, I'm gonna destroy them. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm going to. I told I told them to make sure that the writers know that I'm coming into the meeting kind of hostile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they gotta. If they go the wrong direction, she'll gonna be hostile, and of course, I'll be sitting there with this hard look on my face. Like my head's just gonna be on the desk. As I, now I'll just probably leave happen. the Zoom. I'll just be like, leave. I'm leaving the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Le- Leslie has left the meeting, and I'll very, I'll do what I usually do, just very calmly apologize. Well, that was nice. Thank you so much for. <laughs> Now I meant it like uh, we, she just had to leave. Apologize. She just had to leave because yeah, I, I have had to, to tell somebody that once. I was like, "Don't apologize. Don't ever ap- I apologize. I, if I someone deserves a sorry, <laughs> I will give them their sorry. Understand me? You leave that ass open where it is. Yeah. Don't put no bandaid on my sorry on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the motherfuckers are supposed to get that punch in the face. Yeah, there was. My favorite thing I ever did uh, for with Leslie was like you asked for something like a line change or something like that. And the guy was like, I don't know if we can have that uh, accommodate that. And I think my line was, I don't think she was asking. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I did that at a show once. This guy was like, I was like, yeah, I'm, 
I, I was like, so how do I get off the stage? Oh, you can't get off the stage. That's not the fucking question. How do I get off the stage? Okay, so because if you don't give me the information, motherfucker, I will get off the stage. Yeah, it's... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Except it's, for that one that had the pit in the front. <laughs> yeah, the pit. Yeah, we almost... We almost died. Oh, my God. We're, I don't know where this was, Neil. I think it was Chicago. The was it Chicago? orchestra pit. Almost fell yeah, in they that had moment. an orchestra pit, and for some reason they didn't have that thing covering the orchestra pit. So, and it's a little you so you're further back in the stage. So the, uh, the scary because I see the videos all the time of like yeah, music, uh, like people falling off. It's just hard to watch. Yeah, I think I'm like that's all they was doing backstage. Yeah, don't fall in the hole. Enough. I'm like, I, oh, I'm like, we're gonna, I'm gonna fall in the hole. I, I'm getting really close to the edge. You know? I had to. <laughs> yeah, I fell off the stage a couple of times too. I had. Oh a, God. I had that I I had that with Gad Emelin once. I opened for him at Lincoln Center, right? And they, for him, he has got some special lighting. For me, they they don't realize, they're like, and here's Lenny Marcus, right? I come out, there's no lights. It's completely black. The guy doesn't turn on the spot. I'm walking in it. I can't see as it is. I got like trifocals, you know? And I'm walking, I'm just walking. I walked past the mic. You know, I walked three steps past Mike and then this little spotlight came on. I'm like, Jesus, you know, and I got to walk back. Like, what? I mean, no respect. No respect. All right. I'm <laughs> I'm not dead. Leslie, thank you for the hope. You've, of course, sprinkled us with hope yet again. And um, thanks, uh, Leslie. We'll, we'll be by the phone waiting for hopefully a good result from California. And, and yeah, go talk to Hunter and I'm, make all the deals, will you? So we can all get back to work. Congrats on the book. Congrats again. Yeah, man, you're going to be fine. Kill it at 4 send, o'clock. Send the Let wife me know. and kid. All right. Send the wife and kid. Get some goddamn peace. All right. I will do that. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right, All right baby. Bye. Bye, Leslie. Bye, Neil. Well, that's it. As you can see, she's a very busy lady. Of course, you know, we end talking about the book. And the book of deal, of course, happened. And it happened in a big way. So she's happy about that. Supermarket Sweep is back on. It's the year of the Jones. If Supermarket hits, um, Coming to America 2 hits, she'll have a book coming out. Uh, she'll have indie movie coming out. She'll have clothing line coming out. She'll have comic book coming out. She'll have a sitcom coming out. I mean, 2021 could set up to be the craziest year of all time. But these things come and these things go. So until they actually happen... Stay tuned. We'll still be doing this show. I can guarantee you that. Right, Neil? Still doing Four Corners. Four Corners. All right. Everybody, next week when you hear us, we will have told you what happened for those three weeks in Los Angeles. And hopefully it's all good. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus, executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Last Button Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>